Hello, and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and I am super stoked that you are here, that I am here, and that our guest, Allison Cullen, is here. We have an excellent episode for you today, and uh, I'm stoked. You're doing this for yourself, and we're all just getting better, getting to that next better version every single day. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, Of course, I'm going to say all the things up top, like, rate, review, subscribe, all the good stuff. Share with a friend if something comes up during this, because I think that those times that we have conversations and share these with a friend are so important in our own growth, right? They keep us accountable and help us I don't know, hear things with different ears and see things in different ways. And sometimes that just opens us up in ways that we never expected and broadens our whole world. And that's what we're doing today too. We are with our human design fairy godmother. I love your title. <laughs> that just came to me. I might change sometimes. Yeah. It feels good for It now. feels good. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I need one. Okay. <laughs> and so Allison Cullen, you are the host of You Do Woo mm-hmm. podcast, which thank you for having me on. Yes. Excellent podcast. And we met through a mutual friend, Bijou Finney, yep. who is a friend of this show and a friend of yours too, and a friend of ours, the Mushroom Mamacita. Yep. And also you have a background in counseling as well as business mm-hmm. and a certification in human design. And you help people dive into that world. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about human design, applying it to become our best self yeah. and what that might look like. Because I'm a novice at yeah. human design. I mean, I've tried, but sometimes I get a little mixed up. So maybe we could talk about what drew you yeah. to human design in the first place and then how it's helped you and then how we can start to apply yeah. that in our own lives. Yeah. And so welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. Me. I'm so, so glad, happy. I'm so glad we got to do this in person. Oh we were, my God. We me too. possibly going to be traveling to Portugal this month and because of divine timing, that's not happening right now. And so we're able to do so this So you're in, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. When was the last time you did a podcast in person? Because most oh of yours gosh. are... Seriously, probably a year. And it was with somebody on mine. I've never done someone else's podcast in person. Oh my gosh. Well, this Yay. is exciting. Yay. Good. Awesome. Hopefully this is just like a sign of many more to come. It's, it feels comfy and cozy and just very, it feels very different. I mean, we've done so much virtual stuff over the past three years that it's like just nice to do it. I agree. I agree. And Um, and it just, it fosters like a conversation that just goes, I don't know. It just feels good when you can look at the other person instead of yourself. Yeah. On Zoom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just a different dynamic. I'm guilty. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? I just was talking about my chin here. I'm like, can you see my chin here? On There's here? nothing. Your skin looks <laughs> immaculate. Um, well, let me start out with just like a layman's terms definition of human design. Beautiful. Yes, and, please. Because there's so many aspects of it. I think it like combines Western astrology with the I Ching and Kabbalah and several other, other different modalities. But really the way, the way I describe it to people is it is, you know, the whole idea of embodiment and being in your body. Yeah. So human design helps you, you basically print out a chart based on your birth time and all that. And it shows your chakra center system Mm -hmm. and it shows what your genetic DNA energetic blueprint looks like based on when you were born And like what genes were activated at that time and then what might be activated by other people or your environment through your whole life. So that's like a a sort of deep dive, but really it is a structure to use to help us move out of our brain, out of our mind 
with decision making and go more into our body okay with decision making interesting interesting and you can even and we'll get way into this but like you can use it for little everyday decisions but bigger decisions like you you've probably had this i've had this many times where it's like you have this decision to make and decision like a looks good on paper and we'll bring you the most money and we'll give you the best like it'll make your father proud you know all of these things and then decision b is what your heart is saying and you go with decision a and then you learn later on like well you know that looked good on paper (laughs) he looked good on paper but Uh it's not what my heart was saying or what my gut was telling me or my maternal instinct or whatever and so we're, we, there, that word, that buzzword of embodiment is such a big deal lately. And there's lots of ways that you can get in your body, like yoga and grounding practices and psychedelics and like all this kind of stuff, but doing it on a daily basis with just like everyday decisions, that's what human design is for to teach you to basically reteach you that. Cause we are born and we know how to be in our bodies you know, and we, we have those innate feelings and we know what's safe and what's not. And then that's conditioned out of us through school or through our parents or through church or whatever authority figures, um, media, like anything, you know, you're taught certain ways to be and do and go throughout the world. So human design basically is bringing you back to that zero to seven year old self in how you live every day and your decisions and your everyday energy. And I'm going to talk through like each energy type with you, um, which will make more sense. And we can put in the show notes, like how exactly people can go see their chart and see their energy type. Um, but that's layman's turns. It's almost like if astrology and Myers Briggs had a baby and then it (laughs) taught you where in your body you're supposed to listen to, to make decisions. Wow. Do you know what I mean? I mean, is that God? It's God. It's love. It's your higher self. You know, it's like your true inner self that's so different from everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's that small, still voice that we're taught to ignore, you know, yeah. or fear or like take it, like take it from your, your gut or your sacral center up and process it through yeah. your mind. And yeah, that just that thinking work. and that mistrust. And mm-hmm. I've been on a path of like really trusting that mm-hmm. and figuring that out. And it's interesting that, you know, in mine, you did mine and um, my inner authority is sacral and that's, that's where I can doubt, you know, that's where I can mm-hmm. find that insecurity. So mm-hmm. I relate yeah. a lot with that. Yeah. So I found human design. Well, a little bit of background. Yeah. Um, I want to know. Yeah. I've lived here in Austin. I came here from Houston in 2002 for school. I went to UT. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I studied business. Um, and immediately after school started working in the music industry here as a business manager. And that lit me up so much. I loved it so Who much. Who were you with? Like- so I worked at the music CPA firm. It was Lane Lauritsen. He was a okay. great dude. Like he's huh. a big music CPA guy here in town. He has a great name for it. Yeah. It sounds like he should be a music industry. <laughs> like mainly, it was mainly with like Texas country artists. Okay. At that yeah. Time. And I well, think I mean, that's huge. They've expanded Especially now. Especially at that time. Um, and that was my dream job. Like other than being maybe a music attorney, like an entertainment lawyer. Um, that was my dream job and I had so much fun with it. 
But then a few years in, I started out on my own, getting my own clients. Like I wasn't, I was working for myself, which was great, but also started adding on a lot of other things. Like my husband and I, he was my boyfriend at the time, started a photo What's his name? Cameron. Cameron. Cameron, camera. It very much goes along. You know, (laughs) people make fun of him for that. Um, but we started a photo booth for wedding and events and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I was doing sales in a network marketing company. I was do I was going to school at night to get my master's in counseling. Like I was doing way too many things, and we'll get into there into that in a little bit. But um, I just got so burnt out, and ended up we ended up moving to Dallas because his job was there, and I really introverted a lot like hermited a lot up there because I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, but I found that that was so good for me. I was like the social butterfly down here, which I think was fine for a little bit, but it just was exhausting. Um, and when I went up there, I very much hermited and got to, to know myself again, got to have clear space in my calendar and time to think and time to contemplate and time to just read and live and be, be, <laughs> not do, 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 mm-hmm. but be. And that was a beautiful time. And we got married and I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant early on, I listened to some podcasts. I don't, I, you know, podcasts are huge now, but mm-hmm. I was listening to several different ones. I don't remember which one it was. And some gals on there talking about human design. And I looked up my type and everything resonated 100%. And I started studying it, not to get certified in it, but just like, I was excited. It lit me up. I started researching Did you see things it. like, okay, the social thing, you know, can exhaust you and tap you out and yes. you need this recharge, like all these things that you are they were noticing already. Of, yeah. They were all part of my chart in human design. There's one called the profile, which you're a four, six. We mm-hmm. talked about on my episode and I'm a six, two. The two is a hermit. And I was had <laughs> never practiced that my entire life. And once I started practice hermiting, and that doesn't mean you don't talk to anyone, but you need like a few hours a day of alone time. I haven't really heard it as a verb. Yeah, hermiting. 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 Cool. That's a, it's a human design verb for Dude, sure. I'm, in I'm our world. a fan of hermiting. <laughs> yeah. I need it in my it's, life. It's ne- like necessary. And for me, it's necessary to not be sick, like to stay healthy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um And so I was just so into it. And then obviously had my child, not much time to study it or get certified. Mm -hmm. Like it was in the back of my head, like, oh, I want to get certified in this. This sounds fun. Um, Had my child in September, 2019, kept on doing business management stuff. Um, And then like here and there, took a little bit of a maternity leave. And then went back to work really in January, 2020. (laughs) Great time. Right. (laughs) Went back to work for six weeks, I guess. And then the pandemic hit and then the music industry shut down and I got furloughed basically. Um, And they were like, we don't know when we're going to be able to take you back on full time. And I was freaking out, you know, just being like, okay, well, I don't. Um, I love my child, but I know I'm not supposed to be a stay at home mom. Like that's just not, you know, some people are made for that and that's their like passion and they love it. And I will be a bad mom if I don't have my career as a passion. So, and, and my passion for business management was fizzling, you know, Mm -hmm. and my brain changed when I was pregnant. And when I, when I had a kid, like hormonally, I think like accounting and numbers came so easily to me. And then 
it was like it took me five times as long to do everything, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think it's lack of sleep and brain fog sure. and hormones, but it's just like mom brain, like what? Six plus three? What? I don't know. what. Why does know? that matter? Right? <laughs> and so I was like, well, I suck at this now. I'm going to have to do something else. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what. And then when the pandemic hit, I had a lot of extra time on my hands. So I got certified in human design because that was what lit me up. And I was like, I was not in any way thinking this was going to be my career in March of 2020, but I, but I was studying it and I was talking about it to friends and family and they were just obsessed with it. And they were like, you need to do this for a living. Really? Like you legit That's need so cool. to do this. So <clears throat> wow. I started doing just little readings here and there. And then no one told me to start a podcast. I was, everybody was asking me questions all the time. And I was like, I don't have, I'm a mom to like a six month old. I do not have enough time to like answer people's texts and emails with questions about human design. I'm not getting paid for this, you right. know, like I was getting paid a little bit for readings, but like of just ongoing yeah, it was just questions. for fun and for your friends yeah. at first, right? It was a and fun so, hobby that you were yeah, enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started a podcast in July, 2020, just to be like, okay, here's what this means. Here's what this means. Here's what this means. When mm-hmm. you're looking this up on your chart, not thinking I was going to ever monetize it or create a career out of it. I don't, you know, just not thinking that. And then, um, later that year, it was like the pandemic was still going on and my unemployment had run out. And I was like, guys, I, we, I can't do this anymore. Like I were, I, I started training somebody else to take over who was cool with the new structure of how they were paying and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then I, that January, 2021 was when I created my first course and really started creating a business out of it and, you know, set up my Calendly to accept payments for readings instead of Venmo, Yeah, (laughs) you know, like making it a business instead of a hobby. Um, and then have continued getting certified like deeper and deeper into the, cause dude, you could do like a 10 hour chart reading, honestly, with all of the, I have no doubt. It's a lot. I mean, I never have done. It's very elaborate and, uh intimidating. It's very intimidating to look at. So I like, if it intimidates you, just find out about your type. There's only five. Right. Right. Practice that for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, that's good. That's good advice right there to, to keep it simple. Find your type and just, okay. And if somebody's a researcher and they really want to go deep, you can just start at episode (coughs) one of my podcast and listen all the way through because it'll take you through. How many episodes do you have? Today came out 121. Wow, yeah. that's so good. That's yeah. awesome. That's ex- almost exactly what I yeah. I am. I, yeah. I think you might be right around 121. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so what started to open up in your life the more that you studied it? Oh, my God. I was somebody who was so in her head. Just like every freaking decision I made was pro, con, logic. Like what looks best on paper? What makes the most money? da, 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 da. And I had spent so long ignoring my gut that I could hardly even hear it anymore. And so practicing, putting human design into my life while I was pregnant, well, first of all, you slow it down a lot when you're pregnant. Like just, I was so sick the first trimester. And then you realize like, oh, I don't have to do all the things I'm doing. Like life still, like the earth still spins, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, Ooh, slowing down is really good. <laughs> and then I started accessing. I mean, I think being pregnant helped activate that sacral center, that womb, you know, I mean, how could it not womb center? Right. You're going to tune in yeah, right there. Yeah. Like, period. So I think it's <laughs> so divinely timed. Like 
human design coming into my life because yeah. I'm a sacral being like you. Like uh-huh. that's where I make my decisions. Not everybody's like that. Some people have their spleen that they listen to. Some people have their solar plexus. We can get into some of that. It's <laughs> I'm nuts. I'm glad I don't listen to my spleen. It's nuts. I don't spleen think my is spleen fearful. Has... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The oh. spleen um, handles fears <laughs> and anxiety and keeping you alive. Wow. So it's oh, interesting. Survival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I just... I noticed so much more calm. I mean, I in my 20s had high blood pressure, like as a 22-year-old. Hmm. And I, it was when I got my first Bluetooth. Not uh, What is it? Not Bluetooth. Blue, what was before iPhones? Blackberry. Blackberry, yeah. And it was going off all the time. That was like when my anxiety started wow. as a young adult, really, 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just always was just, my nervous system was wrecked. It was terrible. So human design helped me to really start listening to that sacral. And when you start listening to your body to make even daily decisions, much less big life decisions, you, you almost life gets easier because you don't have to deal with those detours of if you would have made a logical decision and it ended up not being the right thing and you waste all this energy. I think you learn from those decisions regardless. So I don't like regret any of those things because mm-hmm. I learned lessons. Every challenge brings lessons, but it makes your life. You don't have to deal with challenges that you're not meant to have. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we all are going to have challenges, but I think some of them we're really like, no matter what you do, they're going to happen. Yeah. And some we bring You're going to learn that lesson. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. And some we mm-hmm. bring upon ourselves. It's like life is full. There's a lot of pain in life but we don't have to suffer. And human design teaches you to navigate life and navigate your days and your weeks and your months um, in a way that is very aligned to you and who you are and your, your body and your energetic body. So we can go through all the types too, but like just for an example, like my husband is what's called a projector in mm-hmm. human design. It's about 20% of the population they're really only supposed to work two to four hours a day. He had a time in his life, like in the um, photo and film industry, it's like 12 to 14 hour days. Like you go long days. So he was for a long time working five days a week, 12 to 14 hours a day and exhausted and having to, you know, lots of stimulants, like coffee all day long, like all that kind of stuff. Um, And once he started learning about his human design, it's not perfect yet because ideally he should just be working two to four hours a day. But now he only works like two days a week, those 12-hour days, which is super helpful. And then he can take projector days for like resting and recouping and, wow. and all that kind of stuff. And it's magically worked out that now he's even making more money <laughs> than when he used to work five days a week in one or two days a week. Funny how that works, right? Like people don't get that, but it's once you start making those small changes... It, um, I think plugs energetic leaks, you Mm -hmm. know, um, we all in, in a lot, in lots of your decisions and daily activities, you can just have energetic leaks. Like if you're have friendships that are not aligned anymore, that's an energetic leak. Big time. If you have work that's not aligned anymore, that's an energetic leak. And you think that you're fine just pushing through and just going by your bootstraps and all that kind of stuff. But really it's making your aura have holes in it and not attracting the correct people and 
situations to you that you're meant to have that'll be more abundant and more correct for you. That I is know it's well very, said right there. You know? No, I, well, I'm way into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm way into it. And I kind of like the phrase energetic leak rather yep. than energetic drain. Cause I think a lot of times that's been said, mm-hmm. right? It's a drain on your energy. But when I, I like this idea of the, of the leak, mm-hmm. you know, like as something that we can repair mm-hmm. and become stronger mm-hmm. in our auric field, yeah. in our energetic field. Yeah. And it's easy plugs, you know, it's just an yeah. easy thing to plug up. Um, and Why, even when you I guess do, it is, I mean, depending on yeah, the situation, you know, mm-hmm. and you, and that's with human design. I'm like, Hey, let's, you don't have to leave the relationship yet or break up with the friend yet. <laughs> let's just choose whether you want coffee or tea today. Like, <laughs> let's just start really small in listening to your sacral. Like you don't have to do the big things yet, mm-hmm. you know? And then as you get more confident and you practice that muscle of the sacral, you know, sacral authority, sacral decision-making, you trust yourself more. And then the bigger decisions, it's like, if that's not a fuck, yes, it is a fuck now. Like that's, yeah, that's the situation. Yeah. I've been working on that for a long mm-hmm. time, you know, just really getting easy. in touch with when I feel wishy-washy or anything, even on the simplest stuff, like, do I want to buy this sweater? Mm-hmm. And if it's not a fuck, yes, I'm mm-hmm. like, put it down. Yeah. Don't spend your money. Yeah. Don't spend your time, you know, like mm-hmm. don't put, spend your space. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's interesting when you start to train yourself, those little ways, like when you feel those little doubts, just listen to it right away instead of getting up in your head. Yep. Like we have a tendency to do. Y'all, I have started using higher dose products and I am such a fan. You know, I don't put anything on this podcast that I am not 100% completely behind. And I have a special discount code for you for all higher dose products. I'm so excited. If you don't know, Higher Dose is a wellness company. They have wellness tech products, they have tools, they have supplements, and they have body care. They have so many things that are hot right now, too, that are really biohacking and up-leveling our lives at home, which is really cool. They have an infrared sauna blanket. They have an infrared PEMF mat that I'm so excited to be sharing about soon. One of my favorites, though, is the red light face mask. It stimulates collagen, it activates glowing skin, reduces fine lines, regenerates cells, and it's soft. It's not like one of the hard plastic ones, so you can kind of move it around on your body, which I've been doing, and I am seeing amazing results. I am absolutely addicted to it. I use it every single night, and I'm using it in conjunction with one of their other products, the Glow Serum, and I'm very picky about what I put on my skin, and I am loving the Glow Serum. It's specially formulated to plump and hydrate and stimulate radiant skin, which that's the goal. They have a ton of other products too, magnesium ingestibles, magnesium body care, which has a healing oil and a serotonin soap that you can use in your bath, which I've been using too. It boosts your mood, enhances your skin and deepens your detox, gets you calmed down. Anyway, I'm a fan. So I'm so excited to offer you 15% off using my code MAGIC15. Go to the show notes. You can click through on the link right there. Or if you go to Higher Dose, just enter the code MAGIC15 and you'll get 15% off. Higher Dose has been featured in Goop, Glamour, Elle, Vogue, Bizarre, Allure, basically you name it. And there's a reason why. So go check it out. It's at higherdose.com and enter my code MAGIC15 for 15% off. Are you ready to up-level your pleasure practice? I have in mind, and the main things that have helped me are the tools that I've found from Wands. 
Wands creates luxurious products that encourage us all to honor our body, celebrate our sexuality, and live in pleasure with more pleasure all the time. One of my favorites, if you listen to this show, then you probably already know, is the cervix wand. Wands has trademarked their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand. It's for vaginal and anal de-armoring, and it's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation. And let me tell you, it's incredible. It's helped thousands of women become more connected to their bodies and their pleasure, and supports them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage, and helps awaken more pleasure. Just recently, I've ordered the Venus Wand, another trademarked wand from Wands, and it's designed to activate and awaken the G-spot and more. Also, don't miss one of their new offerings, which are free bleed blankets that can be used as waterproof intimacy blankets. They have a beautiful selection now available. But take a look around at Wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, because they have a huge selection of incredible items like yoni eggs, crystal pleasure wands in amethyst, black obsidian, anything that your heart desires, and so much more. Check them out at wands.com. That's W-A-A-N-D-S dot com. And use my link in the show notes to get 10% off or simply enter my code Amy Edwards at checkout. Again, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, wands.com. Yeah, and um, the interesting thing is in human design, the decision-making part is called your authority. Oh, I like that. And it's so ours is sacral authority. Um, yes. There's several. I'm not going to go through all the authorities because that'll take a little bit too long. I think it's better if we do like the, the main types yep. and kind of yep. outline those and then people... Well, actually... I would like to direct people, I want you to finish your thought, mm-hmm. and then we'll tell people if they want to pause it, you know, they could go take your free quiz, yeah. quiz really quick and, and it'll be in the show notes and mm-hmm. then people can kind of come back and then, and okay, what we're talking yeah, about. yeah. Um, so with authority, everybody has a certain authority and no one has mind authority, okay. brain authority. But that is... Is there no such thing? Um, We're not meant to use <laughs> our brains to, to make ultimate decisions. It is meant to be a place of creativity and creation and um, working with other people and throwing ideas around and then bringing all of that back into the body to say a yes or no or timing or thing. Does who, that make sense? Who named this human design? Human design was... Okay, this is also very woo-woo. Human design was channeled. I, I'm not opposed. Okay. okay. It was channeled by a guy named Ra Uruhu. Oh, it was channeled. Okay. Mm-hmm. In, I think he was in Ibiza, and I don't know what drugs he was on. <laughs> However. What year? 1987. Oh, so this is very new. Very recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I will tell y'all, um, if if human design is your jam, also go check out Gene Keys. And I'm not going to get into I, that. I've heard of that. Gene Keys mm-hmm. is really cool. It's sort of an offshoot. It was channeled in 2002 by a guy who was studying human design, but he goes a little bit deeper. Okay. Anyways, they're both great. Um, wow. And it was basically, he called it the voice, but it was God who... Or, you know, sure. to me, I think it was God who channeled it Spirit, to him. God, source, whatever. Yeah. And I don't think, I honestly don't feel like it's going to be around forever. I think it's really was created to walk humans into this new paradigm and this new way of being, of um, not being socially conditioned or brainwashed to just do what you're told. It's like bringing it back to the individual and freedom of choice and ev- it, what is good for one person might not be good for another person. Right, totally. You know, so it's bringing it back to that. 
Um, and it was not very popular for the first, I guess, 30, 30 years. And in the past few years, it's just really come on. But that's a whole other thing because this new paradigm starts in 2027. Yeah, I yeah. saw that on your website. You yeah. say, it says, I will quote, starting in 20, and this is from youdowoo.com, your website, starting in 2020 and continuing through 2027, there's an evolution in human consciousness happening that's requiring us as humans to tap into our intuition, like mm-hmm. you were saying, and start making decisions from our own authority. Mm-hmm which I understand that sentence a lot better right now. Uh, human design might be the most prominent tool you'll help to find, uh, to help you navigate through these next few years. So what is, why 2027? And is that something you discovered or something that human design discovered? That was a, a download with human design. Like in for you or from him? Okay. From Ra Uruhu in 1987. So 40 years? 40 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's dead now, so he's not going to be able to even, as a human, see mm-hmm. this all happen. But um, it takes, in human design, the whole deal is is it takes seven years to totally decondition from all that you learned as a child and young adult. And well, that makes I, sense. That's what, how often you know, our entire body can turn over right, itself. Mm-hmm. Right? And zero to seven, age is when, is like, all the time it takes to build our subconscious. So everything that happened to you from zero to seven is really running 95% of your life. Have you heard that before? I've heard that all of that shapes so Mm -hmm. much of how we behave, Mm -hmm. but I haven't heard that specifically. Yeah. So that's why like inner child work and going and, you know, healing certain things and reframing certain things that you were told as a child, like you can't do this, you can do this, like you have to do this, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. is so important. So it takes seven years to de since it takes seven years to condition. It takes seven years to decondition, and when I first heard that, I was like, "I'm gonna do this in a year." Like I'm gonna, do it. <laughs> you know, I'm just very like a little high achiever, go getter. Yeah, right. I think that might have been your mind talking. Right, <laughs> right. So I'm four, a little over four years in, I guess now, and whew, it's gonna take at least seven years, yeah. if not the rest of my life. So. Um, 2027 is like that shift into the new paradigm, which I'll tell you about in just a second. But so it's going to take us seven years to even get into that. So 2020 started it, Mm -hmm. which a lot of things, a lot of structures sort of were shook in 2020. Like people started shifted, shook, crumbled, whatever. Yeah. And it's going to continue happening. I don't think it'll, I truly, I don't, I try not to, uh, make decisions based on fear. I'm not meant to, I'm not splenic authority, but I really do think that that was like the biggest up, you know, shake up that we're going to have all the rest of it over the next four years are going to be crumbling of structures, but it's going to be more like, Oh, I knew there was something funny about that. Now we don't have to worry about it anymore. Nice. And we can see the truth and, you know, mm-hmm. um, financial institutions and like all, everything that was built in the industrial revolution on that helped expedite things and refine things and build community and create structure that like made things work better. There was a reason for that. And now because of our technology, we don't need a lot of those things anymore. Mm -hmm. We need to go back to like grassroots, you know, human to human connection, um, making individual decisions, knowing that there's not left and right, that there's like so many different things. It's, it's going to be a breakdown of a lot of structures. And when you started studying human design, did you 
learn about this and immediately you were like, that resonates or were you like, huh? It resonates. It 100% resonated. But as someone who was getting ready to have a baby, it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. You know, cause mm-hmm. it's like, what is our world going to be like? Do I even save for college for my, like, are, is there going to be college? Like, is yeah. this going to be a thing? You know, like it's just, I, I, I sometimes am jealous of my parents, like having, you know, people who were born in the seventies or eighties, it's like, this is what you do. And this is, and check Mark, you're a good person. If you do this and this and this, and these days it's like, so many of us know so much more and we're like, what do we do? Cause I don't want to be in the matrix and just going along with everybody else, mm-hmm. but I want to be okay and safe. And I want my kids to be okay and safe. And so it was hard. It was hard for me to really navigate that. And I'm trying to just be like, okay, here, what's going to be best is the more people who know how to listen to their intuition, the faster all this enlightenment and evolution is going to happen. And the more we can all then come together. Yeah. I was going to say the more we're able to accept it and flow with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so crazy. Cause now like at parties, instead of hearing people say like, what do you do for a living or blah, 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 or whatever. People are talking about like, what's your human design? What's your profile? Nice. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. Cause I'm like, this is so much more exciting it is. to talk about and mm-hmm. to like learn about the other person and the way that they operate in the world and the way that they interact with other people. Like it's, <laughs> I'm not a big small talk person. So when, when that happens at a get together, I'm just like, okay, I'm out. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you talk to me about deep stuff like this, yeah. like I'm here for the whole time. I love it. Yeah. All right. So all that said, I want to direct people if they want to go at least figure out what their basic type is, which Mm -hmm. I did really fast once. Mm -hmm. I'd say it was probably right before the pandemic or during. Mm -hmm. Someone was telling me about it and I was like, okay. And so I looked it up and sure enough, I was manifesting generator as you. um, And so I did it right. Thank God. And so people can go check it out. So I would just say now's a good time to do that if you want to come back or listen to it and then you'll have the opportunity to understand it further. So tell us a little bit about five types. Yes. So the main thing you're going to look at, um, when you go to my cheat sheet is it'll pull up your chart and it'll look very confusing with lots of shapes. I want you to just ignore that. Go to the top left and it'll say one of five things, generator, manifester, manifesting generator, projector, or reflector. So you're one of those types. I'm going to start out with generators because they're about 35% of the population. And I'm going to get to yours too, but you're a mixture of generator and manifestor. Sure. So I want to talk about those two first and then your type. Perfect. Um, So generators are about 35% of the population. They are the most energetic beings other than MGs too, which is is your type, but you're Mm -hmm. part generator. Um, They are very much designed to wake up with a full tank of gas, like a full tank of energy use it all day long on things that really light them up and fulfill them and then go to bed like exhausted. So for generators, the whole world is conditioned to be a generator. I was about to say, did they Uh make the world? It's like, (laughs) do, 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 just Mm -hmm. do it. But the deal is, is that some generators are unaligned because they're working on things that don't light them up. Okay. So this is why our world is so sort of screwed up because the one type generators who are meant to go do, 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 
most of them aren't doing things that really bring them joy. And so that's why we have depression and anxiety and all that. Cause we, I'm a generator. We're responsible for pretty much the rest of the energy types. Cause we bring that motor and that like other people feed off of our energy in a good way. Like it's good to have create more energy. So the more you're doing things that light you up, the more energy you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say you don't need rest. Like I go to bed at 8 PM. Like I quit every day at five. I have family time from five to eight and then I go to sleep, but a, I'm, I'm a ex- toddler. Yeah. I have a toddler too. I have a three year old. So that's yeah, a whole other it's thing. Exhausting. Cause I used to be able to stay up later, but, yeah, um, it's okay. but that I'm also doing something that incredibly fulfills me. And so it uses mm-hmm. up all of my energy in a beautiful, like I feel so yummy. Like generators should feel yummy every day. Nice. And, um, so that's that, that's those sacral beings. Do you have like, um, you know, famous people that you look to that are some Beyonce of these? Beyonce is a generator. Okay. I do cool. know that. There's a lot of generators, but I, I like an example. Like, yeah. You know? Beyonce is a generator. She's a great example. Let me give. If anybody's like, I don't know if I want to be a generator. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah. She's doing what <laughs> lights her up. And, and so for generators, their career is really important. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of generators who are like depressed, um, and either they don't work or they don't work on something that really lights them up. Yeah. So your career, it's not like you have to work 10 hours a day if you don't want to, but your career, like pick a career that you really love. Yeah. Like we can these days. You, there's no excuse. Like you can figure <laughs> it out. I did it. You, you know, did. I totally pivoted <laughs> from like business manager, totally logical to totally woo-woo. Yeah. And, and your late thirties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next type is manifestors. They're about 9% of the population. Okay. Manifestors are the leaders. They are meant to like have ideas, start fires and then delegate and then delegate to the generators and MGs to finish them out. Um, so manifestors sometimes have a shadow of being flaky of just being like, I have this idea. Oh no, I'm not going to like go on with that. I have this oh idea. God, oh, that's not. me. Yes. So Oof. you have some of that in you. Yeah, I think I you're more manifestor okay. for your chart. You can, t- if somebody is an MG, you can DM me a screenshot of your chart. And can if, you tell by looking at this? I'll put it on the, yeah. Video. If a, um, line goes from your sacral uh-huh. to your throat, you're more manifestor. Energy. Oh, okay. Oh boy. For manifestors, using your throat chakra is so important. It is for So me. having a podcast, yeah. um, speaking, about it. speaking your truth, mm-hmm. just like all, and encouraging other people to do the same That's too. That's my mission in life. Yeah. It's so huge. Okay, great. Manifestors um, <coughs> can sometimes have an interesting aura, like an off-putting aura. Um, even if they're in their alignment, it's like, manifestors can be very intimidating. Like other can, people can be like, Oh, I don't know about her. Like, I just, I don't know. Like it's very powerful, a lot, a lot of energy and very powerful, but your people who are meant to be in your tribe will be just obsessed with you. Like it's not, (laughs) they're not going to like have a off putting feeling. Who can you think of? That's a manifestor. Manifestor, manifestor. Who is a manifestor? We can always come back to it. If you can't think of someone. Yeah, I have a list of them. I sprung that on you. On my lap. I have I have examples for everybody else. Let me get back to that. Okay. And I okay. can maybe look it up too. Yeah. Um manifestors are pretty rare. It sounds like nine percent. Nine percent. Um, but they're really important and they're getting less and less. So manifestors used to a lot of times be king and queens, like people who are making big decisions and you know creating mm-hmm. empires and all of that they kind of stuff. They sit on their throne and delegate. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
So mm-hmm. there's, it's nine, seven to 9% right now. And we're seeing like less manifestors being born. Why? Interestingly. Um, I think that we don't really need leaders anymore. So long as people are listening to their own intuition, we don't have like leaders and the new paradigm, it's not going to be leaders and followers. It's going to be very individualistic and okay. like, you know, mm-hmm. so Sounds we don't, right. we don't really need manifestors so much okay. anymore. Y'all are wonderful. We love you. Mm-hmm. Please speak your truth and lead if you're a manifester, <laughs> yeah. but there's just going to be less and less of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have manifesting generators like you, about 35% of the population. And you, as I said, if you're an MG, you can send me a screenshot of your chart and I can sort of tell you if you're a little more manifester, a little more generator. Okay. Um, Amy's a little more manifester and Many gens are really meant to like show us how it's okay to be non-linear, like constantly pivoting in life, doing lots of different things, spinning lots of plates. It is important to delegate things out as especially things you don't, that don't light you up, maybe certain admin things or whatever, but like you're a jack of all trades. Like you have lots of different things that can be going on at once. And that actually brings you more energy for generators like me. Like I was spending my whole twenties acting like a man gen and it had exhausted me. But so generators are sort of more like pick one thing and stay on that one mm-hmm. thing. It's okay to change, but like, don't try to have like 10 entrepreneurial things going on at once. Like yeah. pick one at a time, grow it and then move to the next one. But you can handle a lot of different things all at once and a lot of different income portals and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, but you're really, many gens are meant to be a role model for showing people how things don't have to be by textbook and they can be very non-linear. Like with you in our podcast episode, we just mm-hmm. talked about like, this is a whole other part of your chart too, but like becoming 50 and this being like the best time of your life where mm-hmm. most people would say like, uh, you know, after your thirties, it's like, that's, it's downhill from there. Well, mm-hmm. that's not true. And you're meant to be a role, role model to show us the non-linearness of that mm-hmm. and of life. Okay. You know, cool. so that's many gens. All right. And then we have projectors. Projectors mm-hmm. are about 20% of the population. Projectors tend to do better working about two to four hours a day. And you said this is what your husband is. My husband is a projector. Um, it's kind of funny that he's into cameras too, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know, right. Okay. Projector. The word yeah. projector. So projectors um, are really here to be guides for people and consultants for people and take, they're not meant to like create new things or ideas necessarily. They're meant to take things that are already in existence and help refine them or expedite them or make them a little bit more flowy and easy Okay. and help people understand them. So being a consultant or a guide, they're very much meant to give advice, but they're meant to wait for the advice, like to be asked for advice. Mm -hmm. If they give advice without being asked, a lot of times it won't be taken well and they'll get very bitter. Projectors are really interesting. They can see into, they're almost like the bird on top of a tree that can see the bird's eye view. They can see future things. They can see into other people really well. They have a very penetrating energy, but they can't see into themselves very well. Interesting. It's crazy. 
Do you notice that in your husband too? I don't notice that in all projectors. Yes. (laughs) Well, like a lot of times. That's a good answer. Very diplomatic. (laughs) Well, it's it's crazy because they are usually so freaking smart and amazing and just like, whoa, I wish I could see the way that you see things. And they don't real, they a lot of times have self-worth issues because they're like, I don't see the goodness in myself. I don't see that I'm like that amazing. Um, but they can see into other people, Oh, you know, so projectors need a lot of help with from generators or MGs or reflectors to see into themselves and to be reminded of how awesome they are and their gifts. Do more of them struggle with things like addiction or anything like that? Um, or are there any, I don't know if there's any studies on that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's any, but there probably will start to be studies yeah, on it. Um, I do know that one of my really good friends and clients, um, has a, she's just starting, she's a projector and she has a projector community and she has a podcast on mental health. Mm-hmm. So for her, I definitely see that for a few, I have seen that, you know, when I do human design readings, sometimes people open up to me about their work and sometimes their mental health or sometimes family stuff, but it's not always the, you know, the same, the, where they go really deep on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they like, don't even realize that it's not seeing themselves that's causing all these issues in their in their life. Hmm. Um, I do see that projectors can have a lot more health issues because they get burnout easier. They don't have access to energy, like the same energy that you and I do. So they need to rest a lot more, and that's why they're really only supposed to work two to four hours a day. Wild. Yeah. 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 So that's projectors. The last type is reflectors. They are 1% of the population. Mm-hmm. My daughter's a reflector. So reflectors do exactly what the word is. They reflect back the health of a group or an environment. They have on your on your um, chart there, you see the different shapes, which are chakra centers. Mm-hmm. All of their chakra centers are open, which means they're just very much sponges for other people's energies. Wow. When my daughter was born, of course, like the first thing I did was look up yeah, her, her chart and I found out she was a reflector and I just started crying because I was like, oh my God, she's just going to be like so empathic and I don't know how to help her and like, I'm going to have to protect her and like you all these exactly things. You know exactly how to help her. Yeah. So <laughs> she's lucky to have And that's you. when I was like, I have, I'm like really meant to get certified in this. Oh, like I have to. I see. So that was like sort of guiding me through that. But reflectors are um, also called lunar beings. Mm-hmm. So I believe that all of us are very much um, connected to the moon. We're mostly water. So we very much are guided by the, the moon cycles. But reflectors especially are lunar beings. So they have like many themes, M-I-N-I, many themes of their life oh, okay. that last about 20 to 28 days. Mm-hmm. It could be from full moon to full moon or new moon to new moon. I'm already starting to notice this in my daughter. Like every month she has like a new obsession and it changes and it changes and it changes. So these are the kids that probably will be like, I'm not going to stick with like, they would do stop soccer and they're like, I don't want to do soccer. I want to do ballet. I want to do. And normally as a parent, you'd be like, you pick something and you stick with it. <laughs> well, not her. Like she's just going to be this little chameleon that wants to try everything and mm-hmm. play around with everything. Um, so knowing that is like a really big deal and she won't think anything's anything's wrong with her. It is also good for reflectors to actually be in the community and be around people. Sometimes reflectors can be more, more introverted just because it's so hard to soak up other people's energies. But it is good for them to be around people because they truly show the health of a community or a family or an organization or an environment. 
Um, How do they show that? So they're able to really pick up on all of that energy of other people and the way if they act not well or they get sick or they're like really emotional, then that means there's something wrong in that, in that situation. Huh? Yeah. So for an example, when my husband was working too much, my daughter did not want anything to do with him because she could feel him just like exhausted and bitter and not great you know? Mm. Um, and I went through a period last month that it was just like not cool. And I was like super hormonal and my daughter didn't want to be around me, Wow. you know? And I, you know, I like am pretty well integrated and know how to like regulate my nervous system and everything. But she, even though I was doing all those things, she could still feel that, Wow. feel that anxiety in me. And Mm -hmm. she didn't want like daddy was her favorite person (laughs) those few weeks. So it's sort of crazy. Um, so those are reflectors. Who's reflector? Um, what is her name? She actually lives here. Sandra Bullock is okay. a reflector. Mm-hmm. Um, who's a projector? I know Taylor Swift is a projector. I don't know how much she rests, but she's a projector. Okay. I'm trying to think. Lots of human design readers are projectors. Like oh, as yeah? far as being guides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A ton. That's why when I first thought about doing this, I was like, well, I can't do it because I'm a projector. And I was like, well, that's stupid. If it lights you up, then you're meant to yeah. do it. You know? Yeah. So it was like my head getting in, in the way yeah. a little bit being like all, most human design readers are yeah. projectors. And then MGs, um, I told you this, uh, JLo is an MG. JLo, I thought and, of it. Yeah. And has a six in her profile like you. So 50 <laughs> yeah. on is like the best Great. part of her life. I just saw her on social media and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, her hair was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was extensions, but it was all crazy long and gorgeous. She's like, you yeah. Know. Anyway, <clears throat> so <clears throat> now that we've established those, mm-hmm. what are some basics that people can do or anyone, mm-hmm. right? No matter what your type can do to really tap in to use this to the fullest effect, not only as we're looking ahead at the years to come, but just in their everyday life. Like you were talking about that intuition, but what, what, goes further than me meditating and, you know, and, and I do want to talk to you about, um, cutting out alcohol too, because mm-hmm. I saw that on your website. So aside from those things, like how is this helping me get more yeah. in touch with my intuition? Yeah. So let me just give a couple tips for each type too, cause it's very, big. great, it's very different. Yes, please. Um, so for generators and MGs, really making sure that you, well, if you hate your job, Try to brainstorm some things that you would like to do, where if it was like, dude, if I won the lottery, what would I do? And start trying to go ahead and do some of those things. Those, and that's then, such a good exercise for yeah, me. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. And like then, if money wasn't an issue, what mm-hmm. would you do? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money to do these things. It's just no, small little just things. If you don't have to worry about that, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. Are you like, you know... helping people in physical therapy or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then even just daily, like figuring out, being like, what would light me up to do today? Like, what do I really want to do today? Mm -hmm. And it's different every day. Like for me, sometimes sitting and having alone time and reading lights me up. Sometimes going on a walk in nature lights me up. Sometimes having a beautiful meal lights me up, whatever. And so those things. And also if you're not enjoying what you're currently doing, just being aware of it and saying, what would I rather be doing right now? And if you're able to, I mean, like finish up your work and then go do that thing for a little bit after work. 
So just creating little space, little bits of space in your day for things that light you up. It, I promise you, it'll eventually get as you practice this to where most of the day you're doing things that light you up. Yeah. Which is a beautiful way to live. And it's easy just to forget or get out of the habit of what lights you up Mm -hmm. and just developing a practice of, okay, I got to tune back into that Mm -hmm. because I did it last week. Well, my kids have been out of school for so long that when they're out of school, I don't have the space to Mm -hmm. create because I work here from home. Mm -hmm. And so I forgot (laughs) even that I enjoy creating, even just adding value and whatever I'm creating. And, And so I you know, finally created something, uh, some, just some TikToks and yeah. just stuff like that the other day. And I felt so good yeah. afterwards. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I love creating. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I, I, I felt lit up. I reminded myself and I thought, okay, because even in the days leading up to that, I had just felt kind of down yep. and I had just forgotten that I even needed to do that. And it was mm-hmm. a, it was a hassle for me to even come around and do it. Yeah. It was a hassle for me to set up the camera and, and, and come up with ideas. I was thinking, I don't have anything to say, mm-hmm. you know, just down on mm-hmm. myself, just this little cloud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and when you're choosing those things, like you'll get this sense in your body of there's always either expansion or contraction. Yeah. So if it, right. If it gives you an expansion and it allows you to be like, breathe deeper. Yes. Or gives you this overall like feeling of chills or like feels like it expands your brain a little bit or just makes you sit up a little bit more. That's expansion. And if it's... Or con- smile. Or smile, you know? Yeah. Um, if it's contraction, that's that like dread. And it's not like the same as resistance or putting something off that you know will make you feel right, better. Right, because that's what I had. Yeah. I had like that type of yeah. dread. Not like, what's this other... What are you talking about? Dread is like... This is not right. <clears throat> an aversion, me. almost like an aversion. Like, you know, if if you sm- if you're pregnant and you smell something, you're like, mm-hmm. yes, no. an aversion. You know, mm-hmm. it's that like this. I will be fine if I never have to do this. Again. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so like that happened to me, even just a little over a year ago. I was running this business, but it wasn't making that much money. It was bringing in like $2,000 a month, not enough to like pay all the bills and health insurance and all that kind of stuff. And I started taking on business management clients again, just to get by and just to pay the bills. And I literally could not bring myself to open the laptop to open QuickBooks. It was like, like, I'm not meant to do this. Like I'm not. And God was like, don't do this. I don't care if it brings you an extra thousand dollars a month. Don't do it. Wow. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was like, fuck. So I ended that after like three weeks yeah. and then money started flowing. Wow. But I had to like start, I had to make that decision and honor that authority of like, this is, this is not just something I'm procrastinating on. This is like something that is an aversion to me. Like I cannot do it. So long story short, you'll know as a generator MG if something is like expanding or contracting. And just because you haven't done it before and if it's out of your comfort zone, it'll still expand you, but you'll be in your head 
contracting yes. rather than a body right. contraction. Right. And, you know, you can always take five minutes and do it and see how you feel. Like you were going to spend five minutes doing that and you'd be like, yep. get me out of here. Yep. And I spend five minutes doing that. And I'm like, this was, this is yeah. fun. You know? Yes. It gives you more <laughs> so, energy. It yes. It takes away Which energy. Which is precisely it what it did. Energy. It gave me more energy. And yeah. I was stunned. And at the same time, just like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's MGs and generators. If somebody is a projector, I, and say you're a projector working an eight hour workday and you're, okay. you can't get out of your job right now. I would only, I'd work for two hour increments and then go outside and take a walk and pretend like you're like taking your little break, take more breaks during the day and see how those two hour time blocks feel. And then play around with like the idea of like, what if this two hour time block was my day of work nice. and just playing around with that and, and sort of manifesting that into your life. Also, they really do say that we get so much done in like this tiny yeah. amount of time yeah. and that like we string out this work day yeah. and we're not actually doing no. as much. I suppose if you're filming something like your Maybe. husband is, you know, yeah. He's not like on Instagram and like, you know, getting right. distracted or All whatever. BS we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but projectors also, everybody in your life needs to know you're a projector and it's, you really are meant to ask, be asked for advice. So letting other people know that right coming advice. to you for advice. Like once I learned that that, like I used to never ask my husband, husband for advice and I didn't want his help and any, I'm very independent. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I want to help you set up your, you know, podcast equipment and whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need you. Um, and that was like the most terrible thing for him. But once I started really working with projectors and diving into projectors, I was like, oh God, I need to ask for his help more. I need to ask for his expertise more because it'll make him feel it good. It fills him. And then it just makes our energetic relationship way better. Yeah. Um, and noticing them, like seeing them and giving them praise is huge, huge. Like they need to be seen and understood and praised for whatever work they're completing or Mm -hmm. creative thing that they're doing. So if you're a projector, just let the people in your life that mean the most to you know that you are and like what exactly that means. And and be like, would you mind starting to come to ask me for advice for certain things? Like it'll make me feel good for a little bit. Yeah. You know, Um, manifestors, use your voice more. Make sure you're using your throat chakra. Like instead of typing up a text, use that voice memo thing. Um, that's really huge. If you are in some kind of business where a podcast would be good, you might want to start a podcast. Like that's just like that throat. People like to hear your voice and know what you're doing and be informed and, and what your next steps are. Like it's always good to over inform as a manifestor. It's very, very interesting. Manifestors very much are meant to be their own boss. Like you can't have a boss. It's not good. Um, it'll just make you feel so boxed in, you know? Um, so your freedom is super, super important for manifestors. So figuring out a way to be your own boss, using That's your all throat chakra. resonates with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then reflectors, um, reflectors knowing that being a chameleon isn't a bad thing. Um, not that you need to like do what other people say, but like trying on different personality types, trying different hobbies, being in different jobs, 
it's totally okay. You're sort of not meant to stick with one thing. Maybe there's like this acceptance of I'm picking up the energy that I'm supposed to be picking up Mm -hmm. and I can flow with that, you Mm -hmm. know, allowing that Mm waterness, that moonness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I always tell reflectors to get, make sure they have a lunar app and they sort of journal how they feel around the full moon, how they mm-hmm. feel around the new moon, like all of that kind of stuff. Cause that teaches them a little bit about like their monthly energy. Mm-hmm. What um, lunar app do you use? I have, which one is my, I well, think mine's just called like moon app or something like that. So I actually use the human design app. Oh, there's a human design app. There's several human design apps. This one's just called the human design app. And it says the, it combines the lunar cycle oh, with cool. it. So this way, cause you can um, look up, so I'm looking up mine right now. You can like overlay the lunar transits and certain things that used to be open might be closed that day, defined oh. that day. So today I have a defined solar plexus, which just means I'm not susceptible to other people's emotions. Oh. And I knew that waking up, like I felt very like, I'm good. I got like, this today. Yeah. Like I'm not soaking up other people. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um so it's interesting. So I don't actually use a loon, lunar cycle app. I'd use the human design app. But knowing their, the way they move and feel throughout the lunar transits. Yeah, just paying attention to that, right? And yeah. incorporating it into your life. Like I like that just in general yeah. too. So, yeah. And and for um, reflectors, your environment's really important. So letting your, like if you have a reflector child, letting them pick out everything in their room, um, helping them realize that clutter affects them more than other people. Mm-hmm. So, cause they have that G center open, that diamond in the middle of the chart. That's all about environment. Um, making sure you mm-hmm. listen to them if they don't like something that's at their school or work or whatever, because their environment really, really, really affects them more than other people. For me, I have a defined G center, so I can have like a cluttered desk and still get my work done. My husband and my daughter are very different. Like they need to pick everything picked up and clear so before do I, they can actually. sit down. So, so yeah. do I. And I thought of maybe I had ADHD or something. No, yours is open. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine's open. Yeah. And, okay. So, so your environment's important. Oh God, is it ever? Yeah. It's like, I can't do anything. I You'll like to clean my whole dorm room before yep. term paper. <laughs> yep. And there, and so a lot of times we judge ourselves for taking the time to do that. You're like, well, I'm just procrastinating. Yes. No. I feel like I am. No, you're like, you can literally can't think. No, you cannot think clearly until you have a, a nice space. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for validating yeah, my experience. It's not a waste of time and you're not procrastinating. Everybody in this house is different than me. I don't know their human designs. I wish I'd looked them up before this, but I'm going, I'm you going to look me. them up yeah. right after. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean like everyone's different than me and I just, I, I like have to do it. Yeah. And I've started to accept that they don't yeah. and that's just how I operate and I'm doing it for myself. Dude. Not, and like not to be pissed off that they yeah. left the dishes or the pilot yeah. house or whatever it is. And that's one of the cool things about human design too, is that you learn to start to accept people who used to trigger you or bother you of their little pet peeve things. And you're like, this is just your design. Like I like that title, like human, this is how we're designed. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't really, you can affect each other, but it's like being like, well, this is how they are. And it says it on this chart. (laughs) So that lot, like there's a weird mix of logic too, where it's like, logically, I know my husband is like this, so I'm just going to freaking let it go and not try to change them anymore. Right. 
whoa, what a miracle. <laughs> and then you're working with it rather than yeah. against it, yeah. which is so important no matter like what you're doing across yeah. the board. It's, I know that it's so woo-woo, but it's really, truly magical. And that's coming from somebody who's like had 35 years of logic conditioning. Yeah. Like business, finances, logic, almost went to law school, like logic, logic, logic. And this, especially if you're somebody like that, who operates in your mind most of the time, putting some of these, you don't have to put all of it. If you don't resonate with parts of it, it's fine. But like putting some of these things into your life as an experiment will create magic. I think that what you just said is really interesting because you took this on when you were already in an established relationship. Mm -hmm. And so he had seen you, yeah. fallen in love with you, and accepted you as a person in a different way. And then you're like, I'm changing. Mm -hmm. So how was that received by him? And I think that that's encouraging for someone to hear, like, I can mm -hmm. safely uh, you know, change yeah. in whatever way it is. Well, for we dated. We've been together 10 years now. Married almost five. And for the first seven years of our relationship, we were just trying to change each other. Like total. I mean, it was an, so this gave you that flow, this, this, this like almost martial arts perspective of like working with mm -hmm. it rather than, you know, fighting against. Right. And I will tell you what, <clears throat> I didn't push this on him. I went and found all of my information and did my stuff first and then he started noticing differences in me and was like, well, I want to know about this. What like, are you doing? You know, oh. he, it very much was that way. That's very smart way to do it. Yeah. You know, like really seeing if it makes a difference in your life. Then you're yeah. really like walking the walk and people are, I mean, that, with anything, it's a lot better to do it rather than say it, you know, yeah. and I, live I had, it. I had, no other, I had no other choice really. Like I sort of had, like it was ch putting some of those things into my life was changing things so much for the better that I was like, this is my path. Like, this is what I'm having to do. This is it. And I think he literally thought I was nuts when I started <laughs> a business, but I, I didn't talk to him about it very much. I was just like in my own lane doing my own thing. And then fast forward like a couple years, he was like, wow, you like really, you like did all of this. And I think he's seeing that he could do the same thing too. And if he needs to walk away from this full-time job and do something that aligns more to his projectorness, like he's like, dude, if you go create this, I'll be stay at home dad and piddle in my little creative things and whatever. And I'm like, we would be so happy. Like that's, <laughs> that is the plan. I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah. But I mean, there's still <clears throat> thing. I mean, I am so not perfect. I only follow. You're not? I as far as like practicing human design, <laughs> oh, okay. do you know what I mean? Like, well, we're all humans. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but like people sometimes are like, well, so you just do it exactly perfectly all the time with every decision in your life. I'm like, no, I don't. I, I would say I probably use my sacral like 85% of the time. And that has made the world of difference. And I'd like to get to a hundred percent, but going from 5% to 85% is yeah. changed everything. You know, yeah. so you don't have to like be perfect about it. There's still going to be things that come up that you're like, your gut says, yeah, no. And you say yes to it. And then you're like, oh, I remember my, but just my use those. Yeah, yeah. As your learning experiences mm -hmm. and your reminders like, yeah. oh, well now this time I'm able to, to reflect back on that and yeah. do better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I try to, t- I try to talk about that in my podcast too. Um, <clears throat> yes. Cause so many people who are human design teachers, you're, you wonder, you're like, well, what do you do every day? Like what, do, what? And so I talk about what I do every day and the ways I screwed up and the ways that it worked out well. And like how I, you know, relationally forgot that my husband's a projector and needs me to ask him for advice and to, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I screw up with it all the time, but then it's content to talk about, to help other people, you know? That's right. <laughs> so then, the, then, then it all works out. Yeah. So also I hadn't realized that you had taken a break from alcohol and you yes. talked about that. And so I am curious, like how that boosted your intuition, because if anyone wants to refer back to, um, uh, Amanda Kuda is a sober coach and my episode with her last year is fantastic. And she's the reason that I've taken a, a break from alcohol mm-hmm. to supercharge my intuition, yeah. as she says. So yeah. tell me about that with you. Dude. Okay. <clears throat> so it was 20, summer of 2020. We were in the midst of it. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can remember that. Like I was just like, what oh, I remember. On? Oh my gosh. Um, I think I was using alcohol as a way to just literally have some joy in life and escape. So yeah. Cause was, you have like a 10 month old at yeah, this point or something. Yeah. And I had just finished breastfeeding. Um, and so I was like using that as an excuse being like, well, now I can drink. Yeah. You know? Um, and it became a nightly thing. Like it became something where it was like, I just, there was nothing to do. We were all bored at home, like whatever. And so my husband's not a huge drinker. He'll like drink socially on the weekends with friends and stuff. But I was drinking every night, like by myself, like mm-hmm. to cook dinner and all that. And it got to a point in the fall where I, I think hormones adjust after you are finished breastfeeding and stuff where it was like, even if I drink one glass of wine, I had a terrible hangover the next day. And I noticed in doing my, I could do any other type of work and be fine and just push through, but doing human design readings I noticed that the days after I drank that I did them, I just wasn't quite, it's a very intuitive thing. Yeah, totally. Like, Your you, brain's not functioning yeah, as, as well as it can. It's, it's so not. And so I, <clears throat> in November, 2020 was like, I'm just going to take a year off, like just a year off and see how it goes. Um, That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. April will be a year. Oh my gosh. And it's like, you might get to that point and be like, I don't take, I can take it or leave it. I don't want to do it. Or you might get to a point where you're like, I'll do it socially. If I feel like it, I, my goal was to get to a point where I did it out of celebration and joy rather than needing it to calm down or numb. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do think your body metabolizes alcohol differently depending on what you're using it for. Like if you're using it to de-stress, it becomes an addiction. And that's 90% of America right now, I think. Yeah. It's just this like numbing situation. And if you're using it to celebrate something, like celebrate your biggest month that you've had and you have a mm-hmm. glass of champagne, that it metabolizes it very differently. And I started to notice that too once I went back to drinking. But yeah, taking the whole hmm. year off. So tap into your intention. You know, you know, tap into your, like what That's you're pretty doing woo-woo, it for. But still, I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. And for me, I don't like rules. So that was sort of hard putting that rule <laughs> on me. I was like, well, I don't want to say that I can't drink. So I just sort of was like, Hey, it's not that you can't ever drink again. We're just taking a year off to reset, reset your hormones, feel better. 
Um, I started working with Bijou on like microdosing and stuff and just like activating your pineal gland again. I was like, if this is going to be my work, I have to clean up my aura and alcohol ruins your aura. It like puts, I don't know if you've heard about that. It puts holes in your aura. Um, so you don't show up as your actual self. That's why you call it spirits. You can be um, like spirits can come, like not great spirits can come into you and not great energy can come into you when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I just want to like protect myself against that for like a whole year. And then in 2022, I did start drinking again here and there, but it wasn't as much. And the times that I did drink, like I can count on my hands where I did drink too much. It was like, I was so much more aware of like what was going on and why I did it and wasn't just like being like, ugh, that sucked. I don't like, I just got to get through this hangover. It was like, why did I do that? What was happening? Like what, you know what I mean? Like you're more intentional about it. And now I'm always, if I'm going, I'm doing dry January. So that's been really Mm -hmm. nice. But if I'm going to go into drinking, I'm very intentional on being like, okay, I don't decide that day. I decide several days ahead of time if I'm going to, how much I'm going to have, that I make sure that if I get to that point and I'm stressed at all, then alcohol is not happening. Like I need to be- Super intentional. Yeah, I need Mm -hmm. to be already joyful and feeling like a celebration to do it instead of needing it. Yeah. What about your intuition? So much better. Really? Yes, Oh my gosh. Mine does funny things. Like I'll just pick up on things and, and I'm starting to notice it more and more. Mm-hmm. Last night we played Jackbox and, uh, do you ever play that? It's like, I've heard of a game. It. Okay. Well, there's all these different games you kind yeah. of play on your phone and play against each other. And there's one where it's, you're guessing the person, it's, it's almost like a family feud thing where you're guessing a percentage of people that do X. Yes. Right. And so it was my turn to do it. And it was like, and then everybody else guesses is my guess. Yeah. Higher or lower yeah and so um I can't remember the name of the the game that it was and so anyway I'm guessing whatever it was both times that it was my turn to guess the percentage I guessed it exactly Whoa. Yeah. and I was just like and Justin was like I guess it just felt right to you and I was like yeah I don't know he goes yeah. you almost put eight percent but then you went to nine and I was like yeah. I know and I was like this is so strange, you know, but like, there's little things like that, that I'm like, I don't know why the one time I would have said was a fluke. The second time though, I was like, cause the second time I was like, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to guess it again. So I'll just do my best. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I mean, that's just a weird example, but there's just like starting to be some things. So I'm starting to take it a little more seriously. And, uh, and accept it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think sometimes people like, you have an open solar plexus like me. It's that triangle on the right. Okay. People who have open solar plexus can sometimes um, need to numb out because you just take on other people's emotions. I do. And so that's what I, I miss was, it. You know, I'm not going to lie. No, I miss it. Yeah. It, it enables you to just like feel peace for a little while, you know? Yeah. But what it is actually like, it does that for 20 minutes and then you don't feel so great then and the day after, you know? So it's like, uh, it, it's so weird. I liked things like ketamine. That was what I oh, did gosh, during yeah. the pandemic. And it became a little, like I, it wasn't a problem, but I noticed that I was relying on it too much. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta, I was using the nose spray yeah. and stuff. Cause I was doing ketamine infusions. So anyway, there was just like other little well, ways that, that I figure out to do it. You that's know? not a 
a toxin that's in your, you know, True. it's different because I've True. done ketamine therapy yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and it definitely activates your pineal gland and gets you more in touch with your intuition and everything. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of ways like, to rationalize it. <laughs> it can help you like chill out your nervous system a little bit, you yeah. know, and that's, yeah. that's important. Honestly, to me, I sometimes wish for a day that more people don't drink like that, like 80% of the population doesn't drink. Cause then I think I could really take it or leave it. I think for, that day's coming. I think it's a societal conditioning for me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like a missing out thing. Like you're like sitting around with friends who are having wine or champagne and you're like, Oh, I really want to like be included in that. And you're drinking kombucha is not the same, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like, but I feel like if everybody would sit around, if everybody was sitting around with kombucha, I'd be like, fine. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't, I can yeah. take it or leave it. It's interesting. And I think the more that I like really regulate my nervous system and have grounding practices, the less I need it. But I will tell you also, we went to Portugal last summer. I didn't feel terrible at all. Anytime I drink, nice. there's different, like there's more like, I think glyphosate and sugar in our, in our okay. alcohol here, mm-hmm. um, than in other countries. Yeah. So it's a different, and that's why you don't have as many health issues and heart issues and all that kind of stuff and addiction in other countries because they'll like have a glass with their meal, but it's not like a need a whole bottle of wine and it doesn't have all those terrible chemicals in it that we're imbibing every time we drink. (laughs) So like, that's the thing is I'm like, dude, if we go over there, I'll drink fine. But here I'm going to be pretty intentional about when I do it and why and, and all that all that kind of stuff. That's good. It's a good so, thing to come out of it. So yeah. yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful year. It was, I mean, it was, I got to know myself more than any other year. Yeah. Not drinking. I'll force myself just every now and then to just cut out things, you mm-hmm. know, and like one year I cut out shopping. Mm-hmm. Like I cut it mm-hmm. out cause I like to shop. I like yeah. fashion. And so it was really interesting. Yeah. I think it's good for us to look at all those things that we think we need yeah. Um, and just be like, okay, can I do a week without this? Can I do a month without this? Mm-hmm. And just play around with it. It does, And it doesn't have to be like a, a rule rule, like somebody overlording you. It's just like a, hmm, I wonder what good could come from like an ex- abstaining. I think of it as an experiment. Yeah. And, and also I think that you just... Uh, yeah, you just you just give it a little shot mm-hmm. instead of making it a big rule. Yeah, and just say this is pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Obviously, this makes me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, what? Where can I grow mm-hmm. in that space? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we are coming up on time. What yeah. did we miss? Anything else that you really wanted to say about yeah. the human design best self kind of yeah. aspect of this? Um, I think just mainly it will help you tap into rules that you've made for yourself or other people have made for you that you can just drop. And there, when you really start diving into it, you should have a sense of relief and a sense of like, I mean, so many people cry during human design. That makes sense. You just just, understand I'm designed this way and you're designed that way. And now we can work it out better. Yeah. That's cool. People have been trying to be somebody else to have a different energy type their whole life. Mm -hmm. Most people have been trying to be generators their whole life. And if they're already generators, they've been trying to do something that they don't enjoy doing. Yeah. Life's too short for that. Mm -hmm. Like what? We're not meant to just do, 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 do. Like we're meant to enjoy life, Mm -hmm. have time for contemplation, have time for connection. 
have time for things that are fun, you know? Um, and once again, it comes down to getting more in touch with yourself mm-hmm. in order to enjoy everything more. Right. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. matter what. <laughs> and it's a freaking daily practice. Cause even like driving here, my head was just in my to-do list being like, okay, we're doing this. And then I'm going to drive home and I, tomorrow I have to do this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, you're going to get to Amy's house and you're going to be like this, like airy fairy person who's not grounded and just like in her head and not even be able to listen or talk. I was like, you have to calm down and you have to make space tomorrow to do thing, something fun. You know, even though like for me, my work, I'm obsessed with it and it lights me up. Sometimes it gives me too much energy to where it's my, my nervous system is buzzing. And if not, I'm not going to go home and drink a bottle of wine. I got to learn how to like calm that back down. (laughs) Um, and be present because that my 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 daughter and my husband are very open and they're gonna get that frantic energy and that's not good for anybody. Yeah, you're living with two interesting types. Yeah, right? <clears throat> like what? <laughs> if we have another kid, I'm like, please, a little MG, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you were saying that uh, mostly it's projectors that do this type of work, but maybe you're in just the unique situation of living with those people, mm-hmm. and so you're able to understand it in a whole different way, yep. which serves. Yeah. Like in a, in a really profound way, I would yeah. think. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought. Well, thank you. This yes. is so cool. I, I feel like I learned so much and um, I'm excited to apply this mm-hmm. and understand, even just from this broad perspective that you've shared today, just the small tips to be able to understand my own relationships a little bit better. Because yeah. of course I was thinking of like the people that I'm living with and yeah. my, my two children and my yeah. boyfriend, Justin, that you met. So yeah. So I'm very interesting to apply and to find out, you know, what, uh, what we're all working with here. Yeah. Send mm-hmm. me their charts and I can okay. DM you and send mm-hmm. you a few little tips. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I will. Thank you. That's so nice of you. And if anybody wants to work with you, they can. They can simply go to your website Mm -hmm. and learn a lot more. And of course, start diving into your podcast to get get deeper on this, yeah. which is you do woo resources. You do woo.com. You're at you do woo W O O, right? Yep. And that's everything. The best Super place. simple. Yeah. Easy. Instagram's the best oh. place to find me. Yeah. 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 You're active there and you're always sharing and it's really good content. I like your beautiful shimmery background and everything. Thank so you. yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me on and for of being course. on my podcast. Oh gosh, yes. People can go back to listen to that because we did talk about three different parts of life and 50 and all that. So thank you again for having me. I was very grateful and and just glad to connect with you because I had seen you online. And so sometimes it's just it just ends up being so fun to make a new friend when you're like, I wonder what that person's like. So. I know. And we're hoping to get back down to the Hill Country area soon. And because Austin has gotten so cool with the community here. So cool. I'm like, ooh, I want to come in once or twice a month and like do some events and, and all that kind of stuff. So, Good. Oh, yeah. we'll keep us posted. Yeah. And then I'll be able to share too. Yeah. So yeah, but everybody can follow you at You Yay. Do Woo. So thank you again. Thank you, Amy. So You're grateful. Yeah, you yeah. are. This was really, really enlightening. Thank you. And I hope you learned a lot too. Go in the show notes if you haven't yet and check out her cheat sheet and start you know, just investigating. It's again, just like an experiment. That's what all these things are. We experiment with the things that work for us and start to open up our lives. And then you start to go, Oh, wow. Interesting. And maybe you've got a friend and you start talking about human design and then you start understanding how all these dynamics are functioning together and how it can flow a little bit more. 
Anyway, I'm off on a tangent, I think. Uh, I love you so much. I'm so glad you're here. And like Allison said, this is my life's work. This is it. Like using my voice to help you find yours more strongly and to keep growing and to just keep getting better every single day. That's my whole MO. And I love you so much. So thank you for being here. Sign up for the newsletter. It's at amyedwards.com. You can follow me online at Real Amy Edwards or at The Magic Babe on TikTok. Or um, I think that's it. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Anytime you can leave a review, it means a lot. I'm trying to build those up on Spotify too. So if you're listening there, for sure. And my YouTube is going to be just exploding with content as we progress through the year. So I've got that going on and an Amazon store and everything else. And of course, you can find it all in my link in bio too. All right. All that said, thank you again to Allison for being here. And thank you for being here. I love you so much. Till next time. This has been the Amy Edwards Show from Overcome Studios. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. Sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com.